0: Hello and welcome to The Daily Lawyer podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Jana Krishnan, your host, and this is yet another podcast in collaboration with International Legal Alliance, or ILA. This is our first roundtable at The Daily Lawyer, and I'm so honored and grateful that we at The Daily Lawyer were chosen to introduce to all of you this fantastic initiative powered by ILA, which is called Manage My Crisis. Crisis. That's a word that hits our lives every now and then. Some we can manage to handle on our own, but more often than not, there are more that we just don't know what to do about, nor do we know whom to turn to for help and advice. And that's when we start to panic and we take the wrong decisions, which further cause more anxiety and stress. It is exactly to help us navigate such a situation that we have with us today probably India's first organization that is focusing on professionally managing your crisis. Please welcome on the round table today, the amazing team of Manage My Crisis. We have with us Mr. Jamshed Mistry, who's a counsel at the Bombay High Court and the Supreme Court of India and the founder of ILA. You've all met him in our previous podcast. Unnati Zaveri, a therapeutic counselor and life coach with international experience. Tapan Parek, an internet solutions expert and founder of Dot Solutions, and Tejas Matha, a communication specialist, journalist, and content creator. Through this roundtable, each of our panelists will speak about their journeys and how that led them to come together to start MMC. We will also understand how each of their diverse skills and experience uniquely contributes to MMC's work and mission, so as to provide a holistic and effective solution to crisis management. With that said, let's jump right into today's conversation. We are going to start with Jamshed. Jamshed, you are a lawyer and um, you have this phenomenal experience across so many years. And as a fellow lawyer, I can see uh, how your skills can sort of are so critical to this mission of manage my crisis. But for our audience here, can you? Can you sort of take us to your background? Uh, how did you, you know, from the beginning, how did you get here to starting MMC, your, your background, and then, then how did you come here?
1: Sure, I mean, uh, I have uh, basically practiced as a counsel in the High Court, the Supreme Court, and then I do really work in, uh, you know, Canada as well as an associate member of the Canadian Bar. In uh, British Columbia, and uh, very interesting. The uh, the first sort of uh, sign or area, I mean, especially with crisis management, is actually something that happened in Canada. So I was there for a particular client, and uh, the uh, uh, that particular client was in you know uh, some sort of you know uh, difficulty. You know, someone had actually filed a Suit against him for, for for you know making all sorts of allegations and and one of our, our major concerns was that you know uh, we were hoping that uh, that would be sort of restricted to a particular jurisdiction. So that's really when I started you know looking at at crisis management very very uh, you know uh, as 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 a science as an art as a uh, sort of as a methodology of actually. You know, bringing it in tune with uh, with the, the legal side, and and uh, we did a lot of research, and in fact, we found that uh, of course in India there was there was nothing much, but in uh, out outside of India it was very interesting. So you had crisis management lawyers, you had people who were actually taking this up and doing this as a full-fledged profession vocation, and that's really what uh, you know sort of put me on uh, this this path saying that we we need to get all this together. We need to have uh, not only crisis management lawyers, but we have so many other aspects of crisis management which need to be put together. And time after time, and especially in the recent past, we found that a lot of people are not even aware when a crisis hits. As somebody very rightly said, uh, if the authorities come knocking at your door, or uh, something happens and uh, you know, your name is sort of uh, tarnished on social media, what exactly uh, are you supposed to do? The first thing you do is you panic. You don't know whom to go to. You, you, know, you start asking anyone and everyone for an opinion. And 99% of the time, if you do something like that, the chances are that things will go absolutely wrong. You'll end up spending such a lot of money. at the end of the day, it's it's not not the right solution. So, you know, before, during and after a crisis is something which is very scientific, can be dealt with at several stages, it can be uh, also, you know, identified way in advance to even ensure that it it doesn't escalate into a crisis of of great magnitude. And I think that is something uh, what I basically learned from uh, my experience outside of India, and now I think that's really what we want to bring to India.
0: I can't agree with you more. And uh, I mean, of course, I've had in my personal capacity um, an experience like this where you know we've had something we never thought about, and then we made wrong decisions. So I really resonate with everything that you said. Uh, Jamshed, you are uh, today. Actually, managing some active crisis. So, I realized that you have to leave early. So, I'm going to ask you uh, my last question before I go to the other panelists. Um, Now, you you were, I mean, your answer was very, very comprehensive. So, I have nothing more to ask you in terms of your background and why you started. But you also mentioned um, that there are so many aspects to crisis management. How, as a lawyer and with your experience, what uh, unique skills do you bring, or how do you uniquely contribute to MMC's larger mission and work?
1: So, uh, you know, we have an entire network of lawyers now. We've decided, we, we agreed that, uh, that having, you know, the experience of lawyers across the world who have dealt with crisis in, in their respective jurisdictions that makes it much, much easier than, than you know, relying just upon individual lawyers experiences I think that is something that we've been able to put together and that's really something that you know uh, as international legal alliance we, we will be able to bring to the table which is you know pretty different from what is already existing I think that that's that's wonderful the other aspect is you know the coordination with the other areas that is you know with the psychologists with with the uh, you know specialists in in media specialist in uh, information technology and you know w- even even with with uh, with cyber you know working together and and ensuring that uh, whoever does uh, you know fall into a crisis the first thing you need to do is to be assured that you know they are in uh, in good hands because that is uh, really the, the issue people start panicking and that panic leads to wrong decision making and i think that's the, the most important aspect and i think we can make a big, big difference in come.
0: Yes, for sure. Uh, and you've given a beautiful segue into uh, the other panelists. So thank you so much. Jamshed, I know you need to leave. So uh, thank you for joining us. We will miss you for the rest of the of the round table. But thank you so much for being here and thank you for being the force behind ILA powering uh, Manage My Crisis. Thank you. Thanks to Jamshed's wonderful segue into uh, introducing the rest of our panelists. I want to talk to Tejas, actually, because you are a communications expert, a content creator, a prolific, you have had a prolific career in the media. Uh, why did you think of doing this? You know, what in your background, please take us to your background and then tell us what in, the, in your journey led you here to start this.
2: First of all, Jenna, thank you so much for having us today. It's been a real pleasure talking to you and communicating in the last few weeks well to go back to just a couple of years ago actually where jamshid and me were just chatting uh, when we were talking about some a particular case uh, which was highlighted by the media where there was a drug abuse drug uh, you know consumption case drug by, uh, peddling case and uh, we were seeing that uh, the, that person was trying to uh, first uh, defend uh, uh, himself uh, through the you know through a lawyer and then uh, often the person was also tweeting or you not know, coming on camera and we felt that that was completely wrong. I mean, uh, you should not expose yourself uh, before the media and the world in that sense that, yes, you put your you know your word out, you put your side of the truth out, and, but you do it through a, a person, you do it through a, a spokesperson. Generally, that's what you know, we see political parties, we see abroad. Uh, you know, celebrities have that culture, but in India, we don't really have that culture. And uh, unfortunately, we see, uh, you know, the the accused or really the accused, they expose themselves before uh, the medium uh, media, and then that is taken to the court also, so that this person said this, so that works against you. Uh, so therefore, it's very important we felt that, uh, you know, uh, something needs to be done where uh, a culture of spokespersons need to be there, uh, needs to be there. So that's where it all started but then we realized that uh you know the main issue really here is about crisis crisis management and while from the top industri- industrialists in the country to the smallest farmer in the country everybody has some sort of crisis it's of a different category different level uh different uh what each person experiences very differently, but crisis is always there and the management of it is extremely hard. So my background comes from a space where I come, uh, I was with uh, the Indian Express first and then I was with NDTV, managing all of Western India. So I I was a, I'm a, uh, I was a journalist and so I have seen a lot of politicians, a lot of, uh, you know, celebrities, and even farmers, have covered farmer suicides, and you realize that everybody's in a crisis and trying to manage their crisis. But there is no professional organization which does it in a in a way which is uh, you know cohesive, which is uh, uh, you know every aspect of our lives or the person's life which is affected by the crisis is taken care of also. And that's where we thought holistic.
0: Of, you mean like holistic and effective? Absolutely
2: holistic. Uh, integral to, uh, you know, the person's, uh, you know, life, like we have our main sides, we, you know, have our emotional side, which is hugely impacted. And that's what Unnati will talk to you about. But we also need, you know, uh, at that point of time, when you hit by a crisis, very often, we need communication skills. And that's what I learned uh, through my career that, you know, communication skills are very, very important. I mean, you see the top leaders today, and even in the recent past, everybody is a good communicator, you don't have to be a orator necessarily, but you need to be a good communicator. should be able to effectively convey your message in a concise, precise, cohesive manner so that the, the person listening to you can easily understand what you are trying to say. And that's exactly uh, where uh, Jamshir and we felt that we need to do this in a more holistic manner where we are professionally offering our services uh, to first, uh, you know, respond, first, uh, you know, train people uh, at the very basic level of you know how they should be speaking, some people need everybody has a different uh, you know uh, a place and position in their organizations or somebody's a celebrity, somebody's a politician. That doesn't matter really, but everybody needs to speak, uh, and that is the you know most important part of a communication. Not the written word as much, but the spoken word, and uh, spoken word you know once said you can't really take it back. Therefore one has to train the mind really how to speak uh, properly how to speak uh, you know uh, where you where you control the narrative really so we have three parts to this entire thing where uh, we prepare uh, a person an organization an individual it could be anybody uh, first prepare them to uh, you know uh, train themselves if and when they faced a crisis what do they do when about communication second we have responding at that point of time. And third is a rehabilitation post the event has really taken place to understand what really went wrong or what went right. So these three are are, are the different aspects that uh, we look at. And uh, at this point of time, of course, uh, we are focusing on first just preparing people uh, because these are initial days of uh, manage, manage my crisis. So with my media background, with my uh, training background. I also create content uh, for corporates uh, and for the media. Uh, we felt that uh, I could use my skills. I felt I could use my skills in a in a more in a much better way. Actually, because the, at the end of the day, there is some satisfaction in this because you're helping somebody uh, in the in the time of you uh, know crisis. And remember when the crisis really hits, uh, very few people are there and, and your mind is totally, you know, taken over by the, the, the moment. Yeah. And so somebody else needs to also do the thinking for on your behalf. And yeah. a professional group like this works really well.
0: Absolutely. I really liked what you said about impact uh, and how you are using, how you have thought of using your skills and everything that you've learned to create this impact. And this is something that I had not. This was the first time I heard it. This uh, group of people have come together with each of your skills. So we'll come to how your skills, you know, uniquely affect MMC's mission. But because you spoke about Unati again, you gave that beautiful segue into Unati and uh, and about how our mind is taken over completely by the moment. Unati, uh, with your professional background, I can totally see how your how you'll be an integral part of MMC's mission. But can you? Tell us a little bit about your background. And again, obviously, how you met uh, Tapan and Tejas and Jamshed and how you all came together to do this. Um, Absolutely. Firstly, Jenna, thank you so much for having us here.
3: It's honestly been a pleasure, as even uh, Tejas mentioned. Just the last couple of weeks, the back and forth, has been lovely. So thank you so much for giving us the opportunity and the platform to come and tell, you know, people what we are trying I'm to be so forward
0: to doing so much more with mnc
3: <laughs> absolutely we're very happy to get to know you so uh yeah uh, welcome uh, you know to this team as well so uh a little bit about me is basically my name is Oniti javeri i'm a mental health counselor um, a psychologist As it is used in India, there are different terms that are used in different parts of the world. A counselor and a psychologist kind of mean the same thing. Um, And I'm also an author and an HR professional. So, how this happened is I've known Jamshed for many years and I knew him from his Canada days. So, from a long time back and um, when I came back to India after the pandemic um, during the pandemic actually um, we he just happened to talk to me about this and I was like oh my god this is a fantastic idea I was just on board right off the bat so when he spoke about crisis and how you know uh, manage my crisis the name was not even formed obviously back then and he just kind of spoke about this and he's like listen I want people to you know I want to help people with this whole thing and there were some very, um, you know, stark cases that were going on in the media at that point. And he brought this up and I said, listen, I'm on board. I am absolutely on this. Because the thing is, people don't realize the effect it has on your mental, emotional capacities, right? At that point, when you're hit with a crisis. So that was one of the main reasons that I was like, I'm on, you know, on board. And it was an instant pull for me. Um, Also, the other thing is we as a human race, you know, unfortunately, we go to school, college, all of these things, but we're not really equipped to understand how to deal with crisis. We're not given the tools, the resources. We don't understand how to move forward. It's a very stuck place, and it's a very confusing place for a person who's going through it. And it's not only you, but your family members are also very much affected in this. You know, when you're going through it. So, as a counselor, it is it really is important to understand how to deal with this. Um, and I think uh, that is the reason I kind of came on board because it felt like there is a need out there where people need to start getting equipped because now technology is everywhere. And as even, you know, they just mentioned, once you say something, it's there you don't there is no way to take it back so how do you deal with that because we are living in a digitized world now so that is what was the most interesting and kind of you know um, a, a space where it really resonated with me because I'm like this is my way to kind of give back to the community as well in some way um so that is how I was the one yeah I came on board yeah <laughs>
0: Lovely yeah. I can't wait to hear uh, I mean I, I do of course have an idea of how you uniquely contribute to MMC uh, but I can't wait to hear from in your words. Now I want to ask Tapan because when I first got this, uh, got, got the information from Jamshed about MMC, I could understand, obviously I could understand Jamshed's role. I could understand Tejas' role, even Unati's role, but I was like, I I was really intrigued when I saw you're an uh, uh, information technology professional. You've had this great experience. You've built IT companies and all of these fantastic things. And I was thinking, wait, what are you doing in this in this group. So uh, can you tell me, because I'm really intrigued and very interested to know how your background led you here uh, to starting MMC with everybody else?
4: Yeah, first of all, thank you, Jenna, for having all of us here today. Uh, It's been a pleasure, like my colleagues mentioned as well, interacting with you the last few weeks leading up to today. Uh, I think I... uh, I would say the genesis of of manage my crisis, at least personally for me and why I got here begins with a personal experience, which I will share in a bit. Uh, But I think uh, going back uh, from a background, I have uh, studied physics, business and law. Uh, And for the last uh, 20 years, uh, I've been running a, a web agency And the web agency was the reason uh, why Jamshed and me connected at first. Uh,
0: Sorry, I'm interrupting you, but you studied physics, business, and law, and then you're running a web agency. You are already so interesting. I was intrigued, but now I'm even more intrigued.
4: Thank you. So the the web agency, like I was saying, was the reason why Jamshed and me connected at first. Uh, This was around the time when uh, uh, he had just had this idea of creating the International Legal Alliance and uh, someone known to both of us introduced us and I helped uh, create the ILA logo. My agency set up the ILA website uh, and that's how we connected and we instantly hit off uh, on many levels. At that point in time I was uh, still uh, studying law. I'd taken up uh, law studies after a gap of about 15 years in my education. Uh, So I was already running my web agency for almost 15 years before I Uh, uh, you know, started uh, with my law studies. And uh, Jamshed is, you know, uh, so easy to build a rapport with. And uh, we could, you know, connect on multiple levels of uh, things, uh, had had many interesting conversations. And of course we stayed in touch, uh, both Jamshed being a client indirectly as well. And once my law studies were completed and, uh, you know, one of these conversations Uh, Jamshed and me spoke about, uh, you know, the need for some kind of uh, online reputation management service of some sort. So just like my colleagues alluded to earlier, uh, you know, once the word is written or spoken in this digitized world, it's here to stay. Uh, And in India, unfortunately, we still don't have uh, laws around this, uh, including the right to be forgotten online. And once you are in a crisis uh, uh, and, you know, the media picks it up, that negative news story uh, about you, no matter how true or false it may be, will stay there forever. And anyone searching for you online is bound to find, find the negative news first because typically the way things work in the online world is negative or news in general uh, is uh, uh, you know indexed by uh, news agencies and newspapers. And these websites tend to rank higher than other websites on the internet. They just...
0: although although because they just objected i'm going to take uh i'm just going to uh, pick up from his objection
2: as as the truth
0: as the truth no no uh you just mentioned that we the 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 right to be forgotten and those laws are not there in india but actually uh, the delhi high court in in the recent past in fact in march of last year, it, it, March, April of last year and this year came up with some decisions where they have recognized formally the right to be forgotten. Of course, it's a it's a pebble in an ocean. You know there is a lot of work to be done. Um, but I just wanted to put it out there because you specifically mentioned about the right to be forgotten. But hopefully, through manage my crisis and other things, we will also we will also have uh, some amount of advocacy that we can do with the with the higher courts. But but go on.
4: True. Yeah. No, you're right. But like like you said, it's uh, still. Uh... Uh, a long way to go uh, when it comes to legislation around technology in general in India. Uh, I think I've just read some news articles in the last few months about a new IT Act, uh, 22 years since the first one was uh, made into uh, a law. And uh, it's still a lot of catching up to do India. has
0: That's true. Uh,
4: yeah, has to do in this field of technology legislation. So anyway, coming back to uh, uh, this, Jamshed Admi spoke about online reputation management. And uh, uh, he had already had a few clients who had uh, been uh, caught on the wrong side of luck, not necessarily law, and uh, they were in 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 you know th- there was negative news about them published online which refused to go away. Uh, there was a online smear campaign of some sort against them by their competitors, uh, which was all a false narrative. But it had uh, you know. Taken such a uh, you know deep hold in the online world that literally anywhere you went or anywhere you uh, search for this organization's name, it would only be the negative bits about it and all false narratives uh, built by this other uh, you know uh, competitor. So through that we started talking. I spoke to that client eventually and then uh, uh, tried to help them in the best way I could with my Uh, uh, IT background and my search engine optimization skills. So online reputation management is where this conversation started. And then uh, uh, eventually, uh, uh, I think just after the first uh, lockdown ended, I had a personal crisis of some sort where I had the cops showing up at my doorstep to arrest my dad for a case going back uh, 25 plus years, uh, 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 you know, uh, with uh, uh, the Lucknow police. My dad was working with a company uh, back then in 92, 93, and uh, he had participated as a technical expert in the demonstration of these medical devices uh, to uh, a medical college, a government medical college in Lucknow. And that was his only role as the scientific technical expert demonstrating the device to the doctor panel there. Eventually he left that company in 1996 as well, three or four years after this demonstration happened. But at some point an FIR was filed against that company uh, for having uh, committed some alleged fraud, which still hasn't not been proven till date. But in any case, because my dad went for this demonstration at one point in time, his name was also dragged into this FIR uh, and uh, there was an FIR against him which, uh, you know, he had found out a few years back, but uh, the company said that you don't need to worry about it. And uh, uh, I think this was back, I think, in 2017 is when for the first time he received a summons uh, from Lucknow police and he responded to those summons. Uh, We even went to Lucknow and, you know, to, to the satisfaction of the investigating officer, gave him all the information that we had because by this time, it was 20 plus years since he was last employed by that company. So he had nothing to do with it. And whatever his role was as far as the technical demonstration was concerned, he shared. And that's all that he knew. The investigating officer seemed satisfied as well with our responses. We came back to Bombay. uh, And yeah, you know, two and a half years later, the Bombay cops showed up at our doorstep with a warrant from the Lucknow police to arrest him. And the warrant was dated March of 2020, but because of the pandemic, they couldn't execute it. And they showed up at our doorstep, I think sometime in June or July, 2020. So it was a crisis that landed up on my doorstep. Uh, By then I had uh, my law degree. I knew exactly how uh, IPC and what sections of IPC, et cetera were being quoted by these officers at least verbally because they refused to share the written order with us. But my mind went blank because this was completely out of the blue with no warning of any sort. And I, my legal mind stopped working uh, even though i was prepared to deal with something like this had it been someone else i could have guided them but i could not uh, think at that point because it was still you know uh, early uh, uh, times in the pandemic and i my dad being a diabetic patient and all of that i you know many things were crossing my mind at that point in time uh, so first thing i did was of course called a few lawyer friends made the cops sit at home. They were ready to take him away to the police station right away and execute their warrant. Uh, uh, Eventually, once the cops spoke to us and I also spoke to a few lawyer friends and uh, they said that right now, there's not much that can be done. Just request them if your father can go to uh, the police station tomorrow morning and somebody can accompany him. Uh, from a uh, you know lawyer can accompany him, and maybe a lot to file for transit bail and all of these things. Again, I was not a practicing lawyer, so transit bail and all of these procedural things, yeah was, I was you clueless don't
0: know, about of course
4: I was clueless about yeah. so just the legal knowledge alone is not sufficient. There is whole procedural aspect to law in our country which uh, maybe some of the best lawyers are unaware of.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's so specific to each uh, each each stream, right, of law. So I'm not a criminal lawyer. I also would not know. I had similar situations like you. So I can totally relate on a very human level about what you're saying. You know, I'm also a lawyer. And unlike you, I am practicing. But I still had a similar situation, you know. So... So
4: anyway, the... Uh, cops came and then they were satisfied with what we had to say saying that my we didn't have any role my dad showed them all the papers of uh, the summons and our visit to Lucknow and uh, you know the uh, statement that he had given and all of that and they went away they said tomorrow morning you come to the police station and by then we had contacted the company as well and the company's representatives i believe went and then spoke to the cops and gave them the documents that were required and that kind of went back Uh, and subsequently, of course, we had to, uh, uh, you know, uh, file a writ petition in the Allahabad High Court, Lucknow Bench, uh, to get my dad's name out of this, uh, you know, mess which he was not involved in in any way. Uh, so yeah, this is a crisis which came. Uh, and a few months later, Jamshad and me were talking about build, trying to build on this online reputation management service. And uh, I think sometime last year is when he introduced me to Unnati and Tejas as well, and we had several conversations about this and kind of all was coming together. It made sense to me. Uh, uh, and your question was why information technology for the reasons I mentioned, uh, uh, search engines is how people find information online. And if you are indexed in Google search, it's uh, very difficult to uh, you know get your name out of there. Yeah. The only way you can do it is through online reputation management, uh, which I spoke of earlier. and you know, the IT side of things uh, uh, is becomes really important because not many people specialize in this area of, uh, 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 you know, uh, IT and uh, managing that, uh, ensuring that, uh, you know, we are able to create the right kind of news, the factual news about a person who was caught on the wrong side of the law for no fault of his or hers uh, and ensuring that that word gets out and with the support of uh, experts like Tejas and Unnati, how do we, you know, bring it all together as one cohesive offering to, you know, not only uh, give them the legal support through a network of ILA, uh, but also uh, with the online reputation management, the, uh, you know, PR and spokes, like having an official spokesperson of some sort, like they just mentioned, uh, providing them the mental support and counseling. Uh, and essentially, Bringing them, uh, you know, uh, out of the crisis in the best possible way. Because in our country, unfortunately, the process is the punishment. Uh, even if you are you're on the right side of the law, the process is the punishment, and eventually the law and the courts will exonerate you. But that process is what will kill you, and it's for we that need- process is why we need MMC.
0: Yeah, very well said. I'm sorry that you had to go through that, but uh, now i mean uh, tejas so many things that uh, that tapan said but specifically when we talk about online reputation management i can see obviously how tapan's skills come there but how are your skills you did you did speak about it a little bit in, in initially but how do your skills uniquely contribute to mmc like how do you see uh, what exactly do you see as your contribution uh,
2: jenna you know like how you have interviewing us just now um, I have done at least, you know, I've done thousands of interviews uh, in my life. And uh I have learned, first of all, I've learned a lot by just looking at others, uh, like the people I'm interviewing, and you can pick up what strengths they have and what weaknesses they have almost immediately. Uh I know uh, you know Tapan is hearing us with his ears wide open, but uh the, the media, I mean, the, our job is to, actually, the media's job is to try and find out what the truth is or what we believe the truth is or whatever the truth is from the, that person's side. So you will ask tough questions and the tough question is part of, uh, you know, a training we go through, you know, over the years, it, uh, you know, you build up those skills where you want to take out, you know, uh, in you speak properly, you speak politely. Uh, this is not, uh, the current day media where you're shouting at everybody, but yeah, you, you speak politely, but you ask tough questions and you can still get those answers out from people. Cops, I have interviewed cops, lawyers, uh, Jamshed, uh, you know, uh, I have interviewed minist- uh, politicians, industrialists you know, to that, to the farmers, you know, you can see a range of communication skills and you pick up all of this. So that is the first great benefit you have by being in the media. You pick up a lot of skills. Plus, you of course see your peers and you see your seniors who uh, many of them are far better than I am. And therefore you learn from them also as to how you really communicate, how you really talk and uh, uh, what these skills really uh, require a person to do. So in communication, what you speak, when you speak, how you speak, where you speak, are the most important. We say basically, you know, journalism has all these, you know, uh, four Ws and one uh, four Ws and one H, uh, where, what, when, why, and how. So this is, this also is equally true for communication because a thing, the right thing said at the wrong time again has no value. Uh, a right thing said uh, choosing poor uh, quality, you know, quality of words again you 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 are losing the chance to own the narrative the message is not sent out so it it you need to train a person to be able to speak in a way where you know you are inculcating him a habit where he can or he or she can uh, you know communicate when the time comes in that same way and please remember this the crisis we're talking about of course uh, you know very uh, uh, you know in, in touch with the law, these are really serious cases we're talking about, not just civil cases. But the crisis is not just about law here. The crisis can be of of, of a lot of uh, you know varieties. In the sense, you could be having a crisis in your office, and you don't know what to do. So we do uh, you know uh, want to prepare uh, the corporate you know uh, uh, corporate employees uh, as to how do you deal with. Uh, crisis in your office. How do you communicate? So often you have, you know, uh, the biggest complaint uh, we have heard about uh, that, you know, anybody has in an office is, you know, their bosses, how they speak to them. So that has been, to, to, now this is something which can easily be taken care of uh, at that in the office by some training, by preparing them to be able not to enter into the crisis mode. So I mean, listen, we, we also train people that you don't enter the crisis. You don't need us then. Okay. So we want to stop that crisis. So that's why we prepare them not to reach that stage. And that is very important because it's like, say, India having today nuclear weapons. Okay. We are not going to use them. But if somebody does, you know, so the same way you're preparing yourself with all these skills then you don't enter into that, you know, a situation where it gets really ugly and bitter in the office. It could be a workplace, it could be at home. The the crisis is at at various levels. So, and communication, as I said earlier, it's it's your main, uh, you know, I mean, the the spoken word is your main uh, form of communication. So, that is absolutely key. So, uh, you know, we, for example, I have been in my individual capacity, you know, training people, uh, politicians, uh, industrialists, uh, corporate leaders to be able to speak on camera, for example. Uh, to look into the camera, you know, you're, and in the, in the world of the media and the camera, remember everything is exaggerated. Okay, so say, you know, uh, it's a very interesting story actually we had when we were in, um, in the media and, uh, you know, so on the screen you could see there was a fire, you know, and uh, it's really raging fire, you know, and as soon as, so your entire screen looked like it was, the the place was on fire, but, as soon as the camera person zoomed out, you could realize that, you know, only one end, one small portion of the window is on fire. That's all. So everything is so magnified on the camera that, you know, one mistake you make when you speak and it it looks bad. Okay. It can become very true. And this is even
0: more true in the age of Zoom calls. I mean, you're talking about um, politicians and other industrialists who face the camera, but I'm thinking that this is also very relevant for, people like you and me on Zoom calls or we may be on, you know, difficult conversations, important conversations, interviews, uh, anything like this, maybe, you know, so uh, I absolutely absolutely this, see the, the value in what doing. there is
2: communication. Okay. And the, uh, that's the communication angle. And then also we have the media angle where you need to deal with the media or, or through a medium like this, like, you know, Zoom meetings, you know, uh, so, I mean, but the, the thing is we we basically want to intend that our intention is that you do not reach the crisis so prepare is our main module in the sense that uh, that should be so strong that we help as many people to prevent their crisis in life and it beat you know uh you know leaving uh your you know digital signature all around uh in the print media uh in the in the on the sorry not print media the digital world uh like for example i have not put a single photo of my children online you know because i'm uh, you know and you no, should it... sure toppen will agree to the you know um, a film on social on netflix called social dilemma yes yes uh, so brilliant film and uh, yes. you know when you realize that yeah you very careful about digital yeah, industry absolutely. Industry. so yeah. you should be careful of uh, emotional health right, where yeah. community deals with your legal knowledge and and finally of course the, the spoken word so uh, and and trust me this this group can be expanded further to other areas of where crisis really hits for example brand image Okay, yes, you know, yes. how to, you know, work on it, improve on it. So uh, this cohesive structure is, is the thing we are in a sense, like aggregators, you know, where, uh, you know, Uber, Ulla, you know, auto bhi hai, abhi moto bhi gaya, cab bhi hai, sedan bhi hai, sab kuch hai hai. So, I mean, who knows, we could be adding many more, you know, chapters to this. Very true. Yeah. But yeah, uh, this is the, 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 start really. Yeah.
0: Lovely your uh, your years of uh, facing the camera and interviewing is all coming through and your your expertise in communication because you give such a comprehensive answer uh, pulling in everybody's expertise whether it's unnati's whether it's tapans whether it's Jamshed's <laughs> or for the rest of the lawyer community all of us so that's brilliant unnati while while Tejas is focused or while I can see Tejas focus focused or uh, expertise coming in, in the preparation stage, uh, you know, like, like the lion's share of his focus, let's say, or will come in the preparation stage. Uh, but from the way I think uh, or what I understand is maybe your uh, expertise may come when there is a crisis. Unless, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it just seems to me like that. So can you talk to us a little bit about, about that and everything else that you know taking taking it forward from Tejas
3: so basically you're uh, you're right um though the thing is with mental health and with emotional battles I think it comes in handy even before the crisis So I think when a person just to kind of get a understanding of how to deal with emotions because to be really honest in our country we don't talk about feelings and emotions very easily it is not a very um it's not a very easy topic it's not a very frequent topic it's very say you know that kind of a thing so it's very important to understand feelings and emotions what are you feeling because it affects what how you present yourself your body you language correct what you say how you say you know so it all kind of connects so definitely that in the prepping mode, even to just go through life, to understand your own patterns, your own insecurities, all those things really help to kind of build you up and shape you in a way that you can converse and kind of put your point across even during a crisis, right? So that is definitely one area. Of course, during the crisis, definitely, because, you know, I mean, when a crisis hits, you know, you're kind of It hits on all levels, right? There's emotional, physical, mental, obviously there's financial, there's all of that. So that definitely is a place where I would come in because it's not only that, there's also a sense of shock you know, a person kind of goes through these stages of shock, and you really don't know how to comprehend at that point, any sort of information around you, or anything, perhaps during that time, right? So that is the time when a counselor can come in and help you to guide and to release that anxiety that you're feeling or give you coping mechanisms or give you ways to understand what is really happening to accept and to comprehend what is happening in front of you so that you can actually move forward and see what works for you and you know how to work through those pieces um the other thing is this is obviously during we as counselors also you know we we tend to give like a non-judgmental open space right where a person right where a person can feel free to be express whether it's anger whether it's disappointment whether it's sadness whether it's jealousy whether it's anything right That is a space where they can speak and talk when there is none no judgment around them which is very very crucial during this time because You feel a sense of being judged all the time when you're in a crisis, you need a space where you feel non judged and where you can just be and let your guard off, you know, sort of a thing. So I think that is what I um, or counselors actually can provide. The other thing is obviously even after a crisis, right, the effect of a crisis, the impact is not only up to a crisis or till it's over it's also beyond that so people can go through depression or stages of depression people can go through anxiety people can go through panics you know there's memory so there's dreams you get you don't get proper sleep because you've gone through something really traumatic in that sense right so counseling helps to kind of you know, how to handle these things, because it's not only your mental, but even on a body, on a nervous system point of view, you've gone through a lot, right? Um, And trauma is something or crisis is something that when you go through, it's stored in your nervous system. It is not only about the physical act act of it, it's also internally. So we as counselors come in to help you to understand, unpack all that so that you can live a life which is more peaceful, obviously, at that time, the other point is also relationships may suffer. So there are people who are your friends, who may not be your friends anymore, family, there are questions, right? So for you to kind of understand all of this, and how to handle it during a crisis, after a crisis is also tough. That's where again, a counselor can come in and help you to understand and to deal with these um, different things, right? So I think that is where my role comes in with um you know, manage my crisis, just to kind of understand and help the person through it all from a very emotional and, you know, from a space of where they can feel a little more equipped where you know because they have to be be there and have their a game on right so i think that is where i would kind of come in yeah and to be
0: honest your attitude and your mental state actually inform the rest all all your other decisions Mm -hmm. it's not the other way around so you are actually very critical although i will i will revise my original statement to you i i said your role will be more during managing the crisis but then i realized as you were talking that that's actually the subsequent thing that happens unless there you build a sort of connection with the person uh, before and you set the foundation the psychological foundation to even accept help because you, you correctly mentioned that yeah we don't talk about feelings but we also don't we it's, it's probably why we do not Think that we need help from mental health counselors it's serendipitous that we're speaking about this just uh, on the heels of mental health world mental health day exactly Exactly.
3: and I just want to add another piece to it is also as you said the The preparation stage helps us as counsellors to build that sort of therapeutic relationship with the client, where there is trust established, where then we can take forward the client to the next stages as well. And the most important piece is safety. You know, in a crisis, the one thing that a human does not feel is safe because you True. just don't know where the attack is going to come from. Yeah. And we, as counselors, equip people to understand how to find that safety within themselves through various techniques that we kind of, you know, help them uh, with. So I think that also is something that would ha- help in the prep stage or even during it. But I think these are key factors where my skills, where sets would kind skills. Of come in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, actually, your skills are so critical, but very subtle. Yeah. Uh, and I really like what you said about the non-judgmental space, because that's not just the person who's going through the crisis, but also for the family, Correct. because judgments are not just from outside, your own spouse or your parents or your children may feel that, you know, why did you do this? Because of you, our life is like this. or so, you know, exactly. we've lost all this money. Exactly. Uh, that's something I never thought of till did you, did you mentioned it so uh, amazing unnati i can't wait to see how MMC grows i think it's absolutely fantastic that you guys thought about this and i'm very very proud and grateful to be associated with mnc in whatever shape or form and how and and hopefully in in, in how it grows so, thank you Jess.
2: just one question, one, one yes, point sir. here which is very important i think yes, unnati's sir. field is you know can be an mnc by herself you know
0: yeah true it's very so vast true. actually yeah.
2: you know I mean, the truth is, we don't speak much about it. Yes. Yeah, so, it and there are, you know, it's a tab, taboo topic in, in yeah. a lot of sense for a lot of people. I mean, it's seen as a sign of, you know,
0: weakness. weakness
2: and and yeah. in a culture, this you know, the South Asian culture is all built on honor and shame. Honor and shame. Yeah. Every Very, country yeah. So, I mean, today only there was some honor killing in Kerala which took place, you know two people were you know killed by somebody so i mean this keeps happening and everything is built on that and that puts a lot of pressure on young yeah. people uh, and old, older people and therefore they need that you know thing of talking to somebody but you know one important question which you know has been always coming to our mind is uh, you know there are a lot of communication experts there are a lot of lawyers there are a lot of you know it uh, professionals and, and counselors and
0: so and... yeah i
2: mean the question is why, why should anybody look out for, you know, manage my crisis. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the real reason behind that is, it's not like, you know, uh, you know we are the best and, you know, yeah. it's not like, you know, there's nobody better than us. I think it will be really uh, not true and, you know, certainly not humble enough to, you know, say yeah. such things. But the, the truth is, all of us are of the same mindset. Yeah.
1: That,
2: uh, you know, we know, in fact, you know, we speak so much to each other that we also, you know, bounce ideas, you know, bounce, uh, you know, and c- certain things, you know, for example, the human psychology, even as a communication expert, you need to understand the human psychology. Yes, of
0: course.
2: So, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, learning happens in, uh, with all of us. And because we are talking from a very, the, the, the basis, the foundation of this whole thing is, is the uh, is the same. Yeah. Uh, therefore, you know the in the intent with which we go ahead and uh, do yeah. what we are doing works much better of
0: than course, somebody because...
2: doing it individually. So therefore, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you know, that... it's much better to come to you know management crisis, yeah, and.
0: Yeah, there is, there is a great deal of synergy that, I mean, even I can see, of course, uh, you can call me biased because I have been speaking to you guys for a few weeks now, but there is a great deal of synergy. And at the end of the day, everybody here wants to make a positive impact because you have suffered and you don't want other people to suffer in this manner when you can show them a better path. Uh, but uh, Tejas, you really brought up this point, which uh, thank you. It was a beautiful segue. Tapan, you were very clear in your previous answer itself. I mean, you said why you started and you also said how, uh, you know, your skills will help in online uh, reputation management and so on. But can you just build on all of that, uh, pulling maybe from answers given by the others on your unique contribution to MMC? Sure.
4: Uh, So I have now over 20 years of experience in the internet world. I first started using the internet when it came to India in 1994, 1995. Uh, My first job was with an internet services company back in 1999. And the current web agency Dot Solutions, which I run has been in operation since 2002. And over the years, I've seen all sorts of crisis because you know what Uh, the outside world may not see as a crisis is a crisis for someone going uh, through it. a very simple example I can think of just when I talk about you know online search presence. Uh, we had a, a very leading architecture firm uh, whose name uh, was being used by multiple interior designers, design firms, and other architects around India. And anytime someone searched for them online, their website would never show up. It would be all these competitors. And these competitors were also uh, using their logo so it just didn't stop at their name they were also using their logo
0: oh goodness
4: to run their websites uh like i said you know in my uh, earlier comment uh, in india the process is the punishment so of course the yeah. architecture firm took the legal route and you know issued legal notices to these individuals took them to court and all of that but that process went on and on and on and yeah. never reached yeah. a logical conclusion So at that point in time, they came to us and essentially what we did for them is a very common thing to do in the world of, uh, you know, digital marketing, which is search engine optimization. And we helped them ensure that for the keywords that they were targeting, including their own brand name, Mm. uh, unfortunately for, you know, which they were not ranking. We ensured that their website shows up, uh, you know, at the very top. Uh, So this is a very simple example. So for the firm, it was, Something that they could not really you know, wrap their heads around yeah. to solve. They tried the legal route. It was stalled for years and years. They didn't get a solution. Uh, things were not moving, even though they had their trademark registrations in place and all of that. Just the way processes, legal yeah. processes in our country took
0: yeah.
4: forever. But within you know, about four months, we were able to solve this big problem for them. So uh, I think the need for understanding how you know the google search algorithm works is very important and that's something that you know we have stayed in touch with over the last 20 plus years now and uh, google keeps tweaking its algorithm to get even better and better and to uh, respond to what tejas uh, you know said about not putting the pictures of his kids online that that's yeah that's just a small thing that you can do but really when we start using android phones and Facebook accounts and Instagram accounts. And we even have these apps installed on our phone. They know much, much more than we can even uh, ever imagine. imagine. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Netflix documentary just spoke about uh, mm. things, I would say is only the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot more behind the scenes that uh, God. Know. Uh, I know friends in Google and Facebook and in private conversations, they have alluded to things which are just simply, you know, unimaginable. Uh, uh, and I don't know if it's happened to any one of you it happens to me quite often I don't even need to uh, you know type in a search query or uh, uh, you know look up something on Facebook or Google many times if I just think of something I yeah, see yeah a... it
0: just like magically takes so it's worse oh. than the big brother world right <laughs> because
4: so the artificial intelligence and machine learning algorithms are so
0: very advanced
4: advanced and getting even more advanced. and
0: ominous yeah
4: so all of these are big issues and big concerns. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, it will uh, 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 really uh, take away uh, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, the future crises which will result as a result of these advances in uh, AI mm-hmm. and uh, ML, uh, you know, algorithms is uh, we can't even imagine or, uh, you know, think of right now.
0: Yeah.
4: So I think uh, keeping, uh, at that cutting edge of technology is very, very important when it comes mm. to uh, a crisis or any sort of legal trouble that you may be in. Yeah. They just wants to say something.
2: Yeah, no, what you said about all, all this, you know, it just recently happened. There's the app called Discord. Does anybody do about yes, it?
0: Yes, yes, yes.
2: Oh, wow. I had never heard. So, and suddenly one of my uh, my wife's friend told her that you are on Discord. I mean, you are hardly on WhatsApp and how come you're on Discord? So my wife said, "What is Discord?" And figure, figure out what is Discord. And and yeah, she was there. I about downloaded it, and I I found her. But then it now what had happened? We couldn't figure out how somebody has accessed either the phone or the email, because you need to give a OTP to yeah. confirm. So we just didn't know what really had happened. And then we uh, I took her phone and I just searched the whole phone, and I saw that it was she had received a SMS in twenty twenty one June from Discord with the OTP. Now, this is one of those, you know, sales and marketing numbers, which are there, you know, yeah. like a six, seven digit number. Yeah, yeah, like five, six, zero, work.
0: zero, some rubbish. Yeah.
2: Now, you, you don't even look at those messages. Yeah. So, the, the OTP had come then. Naturally, she didn't do anything, but the, the other person had got the OTP and had put it online, and I just don't know how. And he was running on, on in her name. Oh, dear. Finally, yeah, finally. So, I mean, you should, I realize you should look at your, I mean, SMS is more carefully. And I, one thing I never ever give any place my number because it's so badly misused. Either it is meant for the you know, sales and marketing in any case, we finally had it deleted, but oh. it took a lot of emails, a lot of back and yeah, things, of you know, course. screenshots and, and they, you know, a lot of jargon you're hearing and Crisis, big crisis, I married
0: myself. Oh, very good. That's <laughs> why you started. Good, good uh, experience for marriage your crisis. But then, uh, uh, Tapan, what you're saying, I feel, I mean, of course, keeping aside the ominous part of it, it's so relevant, just like what Teja said. The minute you said it, he had an experience. I am on Discord and now I'm stressed because even I am never gone on it. So now I have to go and see. I don't even know what is a password, nothing. But there is so much, I mean, what the one thing that is clear from all our conversations, whether it was with Jamshed or the three of you, is that everything that is being planned and done uh, is extremely relevant for everybody. It's not for the corporates. uh, It's not for the uh, celebrities who are stuck in legal cases. uh, It's not for people who have a lot of money Uh, because those are the common misconceptions that at least lawyers are saddled with. We don't want to go to a lawyer because it's very expensive. We don't want to go to a counselor because we don't need it. We definitely don't want communications expert because there's nothing wrong with our communication. And uh, everything is fine with uh, our internet, our... uh, uh, digital hygiene is fantastic, so there's no question of going to dot solutions unless you're helping me get more money with SEO optimize, you know, whatever, search engine optimization. Uh, so these are the common misconceptions that we all have, and I'm so glad that we are here today speaking about all of these things so that hopefully people who are listening can, can realize that uh, here is a group of people who want to help uh, and are capable of helping holistically. Uh, so, of course, we will have a lot more conversations, but if anybody wants to get in touch uh, after this conversation with uh, Manage My Crisis, each one of you, they can definitely write to me uh, And with, because we will give all our coordinates, so then they can write to me uh, on The Daily Lawyer, but how do they get to each one of you, even if they have individual help, they want to talk to Unnati or Tejas or Tapan, how do they write, how do they get in touch so
4: we are reachable on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ManageMyCrisis Crisis. Uh, and uh, uh, also on our website at managemycrisis.in. Uh, uh, Jana, we'll share with you these coordinates so you can put them on your show notes.
0: Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. Uh, Tapan, Teja, Sunati Jamshet, who's not here, but who was the who got us all together. For uh, giving me your time and giving me the opportunity to uh, present this wonderful initiative, I, I truly believe in it, and I really hope that as 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 a group we can we can make the impact that we are all foreseeing. So, thank you, and we'll see you soon. Thank you so thank you, much, thank you Jenna. Thank you, thank you. Most welcome.